I have given you all authority to take out the enemy. You are to conquer and subdue him. Satan has no reign and no rule and no authority within people's lives. God, you search my heart and thoughts. Make sure that I am lined up in your word, Lord. Nothing can come in and hinder what God wants to do. We're right. We're armed. We're dangerous. We're ready to go in. We have keys to bring massive amounts of people into the kingdom of God. Hi, I'm Angela Greenick. I'm going to welcome you to my program today, The War Room. I have one of the most amazing young women that I can honestly say I have ever met in my life, who is out of Sweden, the south of Sweden, Rebecca Sandwing. And um, I met her through worship. And I'm telling you by the Spirit of God, as soon as she started to move um, with her skirt, I saw weapons coming out of her skirt. And literally, they took off and demolished strongholds in the spirit realm. And I said, Lord, I need to get to know that girl. And so I'm so honored. And Larry and I are very excited to have you as a part of the War Room. You'll be a part of the TV with us, which is uh, our army, releasing our army um, for the kingdom of God. But welcome and uh, thank you for taking the time this day to come out of your whatever you're doing in Sweden right now to come and be with us today. So welcome to the program. Thank you. <laughs> I wanted to open up with one scripture and then I want you to just go for this. But um, the Lord is speaking to the church right now out of Isaiah. And he says, and the Lord will guide you and he will satisfy you continually. And I'll start it again because it just keeps coming over and over today. God says to the sons and daughters of the church, he said, listen, I will be your God. I will guard you. I will guide you. I will protect you. And I will satisfy and heal your soul in times yeah. of drought. And your soul, guys, is your mind, your will, and your emotions. And he says, when you are in drought, in drought is real simple. There's no rain. The Holy Spirit's a representation of the rain. And even though God's raining on us, we have seeds that have been dormant in the ground. And at the right time, God says, boom, they're going to come up. And uh, Rebecca's like that seed like I am. We're getting ready to come up. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and how God just moves so powerfully. So talk to me and to the audience today. First of all, again, welcome and share some of the things that you're doing now, because you're very prophetic worshiper, minister, extraordinary woman of God, besides yeah. a beautiful wife and mom. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. It's been like, uh, I'm brought up in a Christian home and uh, there was some like, when I was young, I just saw it. I just saw there was something that was missing when I, you know, I just thought like, is it this, is this just this? We're going to meetings, yeah. you know, yeah. it was not like, I don't, I don't saw the, the sparkling life. Yeah. It was like heavy and it was. Yeah. I I need to, I must, I do, I need, and it was very much where I brought up in that moment. It was a lot of focus on, I need to get free. I need to, so I've been like, is this all? God, yes. is this all? Is this it? I get it. There has to be more. 
Yeah, is this the life I'm gonna live? Yeah, you know. And then uh, I went out for a, a couple of years because I was very tired of trying to be good, try yeah. to be something that I never ever could be because I felt like a failure. Exactly. And That's then I went cool. out, like they call it, out in the world. I don't, I don't like that. So yeah, much, but I but, get it. Yeah, but yeah. I understand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I went out and I felt like, oh, here I'm. You, they didn't judge me. Yeah. That was one thing. They didn't judge me. Yeah. And I just thought, oh, but I long for Jesus. So, hmm, how should I do, you know? Yeah. And it was actually just, I'm like 45. I'm 45 years old now. So it was for three years ago. Mm. Then I just sat down on my sofa and I said, God, because I have really tried, really tried to get free from rejection, control, everything that was mm -hmm. on my shoulders. Yeah. And I just tried and I tried and I, oh, I tried to, you know, everything you could own. in your yeah. own strength. You tried everything in your strength. Yeah. I did. Yep. Yeah. And I thought that I, I need to do this because otherwise God will not be satisfied with me. Yeah. And then I just, it went to that point that I felt like, I don't know what to call it. My brain, I was like, I need to go to the doctor or something. Yeah, if, if you were having like depression or confusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah a lot of it. Yeah. And and then I, I just sit down in the sofa and I said, God, Jesus and the Holy Spirit, is this it? Because yeah. when I'm with you alone, I feel... I have always feel, felt, you know, the sparkling, the color, the joy, something just, more. Yes. And then I just sat down and I said, "Okay, if this is it, I don't want to. I would. I don't want to do it." And he just said, "Okay, Rebecca, now it's time for me to show you who I am." Yeah. And I just okay, and I just okay, yeah. and he started. And that was so tough because everything in my mind needed to just, you know, because yeah. I learned and I have heard and I have, you know, and I thought I knew and everything. And he just destroyed and destroyed and destroyed. And he said, now I'm going to do like this. Um, when you write and you. Yep. Yep. You have to erase it and then start from. Yeah, erase it. Yeah. 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 A line that you have made for me. You think that I think this. You think here is the Christian and here is the. And I just, okay. No, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> I said, yeah. Because yeah. you judge. When you do that, you judge. And you don't know what's inside people's hearts. No, you so don't. I'm, no. So I begin to be a very, as a, I love people. I I love and I have and I feel Empathy. them. Yeah, yeah, you I care. Can, I, mm. I can I you know I can just cry, I can joy, I can yeah. laugh, I can do everything with them because I feel the hearts. Yeah. And that's something that that's a gift. Then, yeah. It's a gift then, from God to feel 
other people to have empathy, to have compassion <laughs> and passion for someone else. Because here you were raised up in the church and you know all the right things and learned all these things, but yet there was still something that was lacking, missing. And like you were saying, you went to the world for a little bit and you saw how everyone accepted you. But see, God wants the culture of the church to be able to start to come together as one. Not that we accept the sin. I want to make sure y'all know that she's not saying that and neither am I. We're not going to accept sin, but we're going to accept people where they are. And that's where the love of God comes and brings healing and touches their hearts and sets them free. Yeah. And the one thing that it showed me that was very, very important for me, mm -hmm. that was that, Rebecca, you think okay, I have issue that you have rejection. I have issue that you have control. I have issue, I have issue, mm -hmm. but I don't. And I just, okay, what do you mean? You're very, you know? And he said, yeah. no. no. Then I, because when I went, like, I felt safe. That's, I, I felt like I came home. Yeah. Home. Yeah. And it was safe. Mm -hmm. And then my heart began to unite passionate love him and then i just saw that everything everything just went because yeah. if i'm safe i don't need to control if yeah. i'm safe and i know that i'm loved and i love him yeah. i i don't walk in a rejection no and the fear it's impossible <laughs> you just don't do it because it's you feel beautiful. oh i'm home i'm home yeah. and then I don't have fear. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. It The spirit of fear is out of Second Timothy, guys. It's real. And it controls. It grasps you. You have fear of man. You have fear of their opinions. And then all of a sudden, rejection comes in. You got the lying yeah. spirit, the spirit of fear, and then bondage. And then you're like, I'm so bound. I'm a Christian. I don't know why I'm filled with the Holy yeah. Spirit. And yeah. I have all this, but why am I so bound? And sometimes we limit God. But like you said, yeah, he came yeah, in and erased it all and said, all right, little girl, we're going to start from scratch. Yeah. So what you're saying today is that there are people out there watching all over the world right now. And and you're saying to them is that you can begin again. Yeah, you, you can. can. And you're letting them know that there's hope for them. Did you yeah. feel, can I ask you, I know you make me want to cry. Did you feel... When you were at your lowest part, did you feel like this was it? There's your, it's hopeless. It's over. Even though you loved God, but this was going to be the rest of your life. Did you feel that? I couldn't do it anymore. No, I no, no. Like, I felt like I have seen like. Uh, You've seen it a lot. You've traveled, you've got worship, yeah. you preached, you minister. You're there all the time doing all these amazing things. But I saw, yeah, but I've been in my YouTube. I have a YouTube channel. Yes, of course. I have been like, everything started for three years ago. So I've been like talking and talking and talking. Good. And then I saw letters. I don't know, you know, you climb yeah. on letters. Mm -hmm. Is it letters? Yeah. Yes. I saw letters. And I saw that we are walking on letters. Yeah. And we try, we try, and we try to reach him. And yeah. we think that, oh, I did a good prayer now. I yeah. did that. I did that. And so, then you begin to look at, 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 at another, uh, each other and you just say, oh, she doesn't pray that much that I do. Uh, she, she had, oh, she's down there. Oh, and then you begin to like, 
judge each other and you yes. trust you know you get but then then he said then I saw that I just I gave up and I just said I don't want to I don't want to climb this I don't want to climb I love your analogy I love this because it happens all the time why is it when something happens to someone that we don't rejoice and be so happy for them yeah. instead yeah. sometimes we get jealous envious yeah. Yeah. and like well god I've done this for you and that for you and it's not even mm -hmm. about that god, no God doesn't look at that, but see, I feel like today, even like the Lord with my glasses, but they're bluish because, you know, you're sweet and so I'm wearing the color, but it was like, God is saying, I am bringing back, you know, the love, not in your eyes. Cause I can't see unless I put these on, then I have that 2020 vision to focus. And the Lord saying, put my glasses on and see yeah. my people because yeah. I'm telling you, and ever since COVID hit the last few years, I have never seen a people. I, America's crazier than crazy. So judgmental. Everybody yeah. has an opinion. I'm like, who cares? You know, I'm like, I don't care about your opinion about this or about that. I said, it's relevant what you're feeling. But your opinion has become like beyond God's word. And if yeah. God's word is God's word, then that's that's it, you know? And so he wants to bring healing and restoration to people. Yeah. yeah. I think that many people feel very left behind right now. And I want to say this to you, Rebecca, you're 45. The number 45 means inheritance to bring the inheritance. And I'll encourage you today after to read Isaiah 45. It talks about little girl, that's you daughter. You're getting ready to go into the dark places and to bring those out of darkness. Treasures. This is what Isaiah 45 says, guys. You're going to bring treasures of darkness out of the dark and you're going to bring them into the light and they're going to get healed delivered and set free and so that's what god is wanting to do and again i know you've been on this journey for the last few years and if you're honest it's like so do you think you've arrived at like hey everything is like sunshine lollipops unicorns and rainbows you would say no <laughs> no we got we're working but you know what each one of us are a work in progress yeah. We're never finished. God's never finished. No. We, have, we have setbacks that really take us back and say, God, now what do I do? And the Lord said, but if you would just stop and allow me, I'll show you what we can do together. Yeah. When you think that it's over, right? And so now, because um, I, I know this about you, um, you're like gun ho like I am, which I appreciate and love very much. Um but even as a minute, because you're in ministry, because you're coaching people, um, you know, you're healing the broken. That's Isaiah 63, you know, the oil, the oil of joy for gladness. You're taking those with heavy hearts, those that are hurting, you know, and you're bringing Isaiah 61. You're bringing a rise and shine. The light has come, my glory. You're bringing glory to the people. You're bringing hope. And I'm going to tell everyone out there, I know that the gifts of God gives us all are amazing. But when you have hope, there is nothing like it in the world. It's like a little teeny key that you hide in your heart and you go, God, I don't have control over a situation, but I know you're going to get me through where I need to be. And so this is what you've been doing for three years. Now you're getting ready to branch out into more of the media with us now. So we're very excited to have you with us. But let me ask you a few things, if I can. Um, what What do you feel about your worship? Because you're, you are a singer and a worshiper. 
And so I've heard you sing by yourself. You're amazing. And so um, what do you sense God is maybe getting ready to do? Because I've been crying out for two things, that there would be a remnant that would rise up that our youth, the young people that are in colleges would start to rise up in this hour and to become a sound, the frequency of heaven. But on the flip side of it, I was like, Lord, but we need people politically in this next generation rising up. I feel like you're the next generation God's getting ready to raise up. I'm 20 years older than you are, just about I will be. So I'm 20 years older than you. So you have to look at it like, you know, my time is three quarters finished where you're not even half over yet. You know what I mean? And so you have so many great things ahead of you. And I believe that your songwriting will incorporate where you've been in this journey these last three years and where you're going in your song. I know you sing every day because how could you not? <laughs> I mean, even those of us that don't sing, we still sing that song. And so what do you sense in the prophetic winds right now as we shift here? What do you feel God is saying prophetically in this hour? And it could be for Sweden because that's where you're from or wherever. Yeah. I, I really think that because he's done it with me, I know how how I, I that what you 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 said it before. I really he, people need to to know that he he believes in us. He he has he never quit. He he longs for us. Yes. So it's a deep love. It's a deep yeah. deep love, mm. and everything will erase. It will just disappear mm -hmm. everything you i i know that i can see it yeah so i think he's gonna go with a wind of love a yeah. real love you know a love of a dog yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not yeah. love that i try no he just gonna yeah it's like a love revolution because you know yeah. back in the day we had yeah. the beatles from england come here and they released a revolution of a wave of music yeah that they called the hippie power and the power of love and mm -hmm. i just kept praying god raise up the next generation of worshipers that can bring love and a wave of god i've been praying that every day release a wave of your glory of love because yeah. We so see people and we reject them. You know what? Yeah, we do that immediately. By the way, they look. I I see things because you know I just came out of San Fran like five or six weeks ago with the LGB and what a game changer that's been after twelve years. And I just kept saying, God, I don't go by what I see or what I hear or what I feel, but I go by the voice of Your Holy Spirit and I choose to walk in love because sometimes it's hard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's very hard, the dynamics. And then you see the homeless and, you know, the poverty is just increasing. I know in America, it's unbearable. Like hundreds of people living on the streets is so sad and heartbreaking, you know, but everybody's so ready to judge. Well, they must be lazy and they're drug addicts. Well, not yeah. all of them are. Yeah. Uh, there are a lot of moms with kids that have lost their places because, you know, they're trying to afford to be able to buy food and, and be able to keep rent over the, their heads. And they can't because they have to make a decision and they're working. They're not like, I'll just go on welfare and get money from the state. They're trying. I know many people like that, even including dads and moms that are in cars living in a van because they have no choice. 
but people can drive by and go, well, look at those people God, yeah. just need to get it together. And it's like, God says, shame on us for judging those. And Matthew 7, 1 says, judge not, least you judge yourself. And you know, 43 years ago, when I had to do my very first sermon to get ordained um, as a pastor years ago, after I was graduating school was part of it. And they said, what would you like to talk about your topic? And I said, I would like to talk about taking the plank out of my own eye before trying to take the sawdust out of yours. And a pastor was like, I've never heard anyone ever want to do that. <laughs> he goes, are you sure? I'm like, I'm sure. Boy, am I sure. And even back then, because I had come out of such darkness, prostitution, yeah. drug addict, alcoholic, all these things, right? But that was the old me and God saw the new me. But some of the people around me kept seeing the old me. And I was like, I hate that I still feel judged, you know, like feeling that. And I shouldn't have to feel that. You know what I'm saying? I don't never feel that. And I was no. like, no. So God is, I believe that we're in a time right now that God is trying to get a hold of us, Rebecca, all in your nation. I know in my nation and around the world. And he's going, I need you to look beyond what you see in the natural and start exactly. asking me. You know, there were years ago, you remember the braces said, what would Jesus say? What would Jesus do? What would he give? I, I think we should have had them. Yeah. yeah. What would Jesus do? And I kept yeah. thinking, Jesus, what would you see? He would see compassion. He would see yeah. love. Yeah. You know, yeah. he would see a world hurting. And I want to say this in the right way, but I believe, Rebecca, what you said today was so easy and crystal clear because you're talking to people that are in churches that are feeling empty and they don't feel like they have value. Like, well, maybe they can't sing or they don't pray enough or they don't have time to pray like somebody next to them does. What would you say to them? to um, set them free. And then I'm going to have you give a prayer because we have to shift into um, channeling through this because, you know, our session's just about finished here. But what would you say? And then take that time to pray. Yeah, he just showed me that I'm enough. I am enough. Wow. And it was really hard for me to believe in it. So he started to, from here to my heart. Yeah. He just, okay. I'm enough. I'm enough. And then it it will be a love, a, a connection. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a love connection. And then yeah. he, 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 oh, he just loves. He just loves. Yeah. He just loves. I, I love that. Yeah. He does. Yeah. He does I it. keep hearing now. I keep hearing you saying, I'm enough. I'm enough. I think that's a good word for a lot of you out there is to start grabbing the word of God. I decree the word every day out loud. I go, devil, I know you don't want to hear this today, but here it goes, you know, because you will not take us out. You will not destroy. This is not going to happen. You know, um, all these different things, because everything like weighs in the balance by somebody's opinion. You know, we've overturned Roe versus Wade where abortion is no in America, but now they're trying to ricochet it back. And I'm like, no, because I'm still believing what God says in the Chronicles. If my people will pray and seek my face, you will see and hear me, says the Lord. You know, God wants us to see what this hour that we're in is critical, church. And if we have such, it's really called like a low self-esteem. That's what we call it in America. Your esteem, like your esteem is like you have confidence or you don't. 
So where you come from, you were saying you had trouble where you were trying to think and because we start to get a false picture of what the devil paints. He mm -hmm. says, you're no good. You're not good enough. You're this, you're that. You're. I grew up my whole life like that. You're stupid. You'll never be anything. Um, that's my whole life growing up. My teachers would say that to me. She's so stupid. She can't even read. I was nine and 10 years old dealing drugs, but I couldn't read. But, you know, I was a very good drug mule and just saying, you know, because you work with what you get. And um, I just kept believing the lies. And then when, when they said to me, Jesus, well, Jesus, then I get saved. And I'm like, are you sure? What's that mean? Because, exactly. and I did ask, I did ask the pastor, I said, uh, Reverend Ernie, can I ask you a question? He goes, yeah. and I go, so what does he want? <laughs> what does God want? And he goes, he doesn't want anything. I'm like, what do you mean he doesn't want anything? He goes, he doesn't want anything. I go, yeah. really? Because I had to really think about that because my whole life I was told I was nothing. Exactly. And if you want something in life, you have to give something in order to get. And he said, well, the one thing you would do when you pray and ask him in your heart is you just give him your heart. And I'm like, it's too bad. He goes, that's too bad, too sad. Basically, he says, if you give me your heart, watch and see what he'll do. And I yeah. tell Rebecca, three days, I was like on cloud in heaven because mm -hmm. uh, everything came real quick. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, this empty hole my whole life and you know it's still hard because I'm a woman 43 years in ministry many of you who know me know I never shut up I always speak the truth but sometimes people don't like the truth not in a mean way but when I I remember meeting you we were getting ready to go do a, a meeting in um in uh Gutenberg and mm -hmm. uh and I said to you Rebecca what do you think about going to hit in a strip club and you were like, I'll go. And I was like, God, I love yeah. her. Because, you know, you didn't have to go, well, I need to go pray and talk to my husband, which I would do, you know. And so, you know, so I was just like, Lord, I made a decision after the last few weeks because, you know, I have major neck surgery and I, I don't understand the fullness of it. But everybody I'm around, I'm getting to share Jesus with, you know, with all the doctors who are not saved. Most of them are not saved, but are they getting a lot of Jesus in them? So, um. But it really spoke to me and I kept thinking, Lord, my ways, he keeps reminding me, Isaiah 55, his ways aren't our ways. His thoughts aren't your, yeah. your thoughts. He had to like re-push. It was like he pushed the red button and said, all right, let's start again, Rebecca. Let's get that brain lined up with the word of God, right? And so can I ask you this in the last few minutes? When you went through this journey, because we always will go through this journey in life, right? It's a journey. Our road every day is different. Yeah. But I'm sure that the word of God is what helped you to get through this. Yeah. I I read uh, uh, the Passionate Translation. Yes. <laughs> of course you would. Because we, we know you as Sister Love. <laughs> <laughs> so, actually, you know. It's so it's, you. It is. <laughs> I mean, look at your backdrop. It's so happy and joyful. I love it. You know, it's, you know what? You ever since the first time I saw, I said, Lord, she has got one of the most greatest childlike faiths I've ever seen in my life because you have a faith in God. But you know what? The word of God has to come together with him in order for everything to be able to move. And I just want to take a second really quick here because we're talking about his word. 
And I want to tell you right now, I need you, everyone out there, you need to start to decree what Rebecca was saying. You know what? I am enough. And maybe some of you have husbands that say, you know, maybe they don't follow God. Maybe they kind of follow God and maybe they kind of don't or vice versa. Or maybe you have kids that are in trouble or adult kids that are in trouble, but you start to make a proclamation. You speak the word of God and you believe with all your heart. You know, he says, tell my people instead of this is the word I'm supposed to give today. Tell my people instead of their shame my people will receive a double portion and instead of disgrace, they will rejoice in their inheritance. Oh, gee. Yeah. <laughs> so there it says, yeah. and so they will in heart, he said, and so that within their hearts, they will receive a double portion within their hearts and there will be an everlasting joy. He says, tell them because I love justice. So this is interesting, Rebecca. I, we had no idea what we were going to talk about today. Oh. But you're talking about speaking life into your life. I always tell people when you have issues, go take in the mirror and say, you know what? This is who God's called and ordained me to be. This is who I am. I tried to change. I can't change. God, I'm radical. I will still jump out of a car to get someone saved to this day. And I said, Lord, you know, I'm 64 and, and a half and I'm getting old and I don't know how much longer. And the Lord says, you're going to kick down the walls where the devil has kept my people bound. You will throw your G.I. Joe and G.I. Jane's at people. You will release a roar of the Lion of Judah that breaks every chain. You will be the woman of God that I've called and ordained you to be. And if you don't want to do it, little girl, I'll give your mantle to somebody else. That's what he said. And I said, well, Lord, then I guess I better stay on it then. Because you get when you get older, you're like, well... It's kind of like you, when you're a child, you put childish things away. The Lord said, there's nothing childish. I don't do prayer claws. I do G.I. Janes and G.I. Joes. He said, this is who you are. This is what you're about. But I'm telling you, there's a radical move of God right now. The walls need to come down. But I'm telling you, the greatest gift, God says, you'll know them by three fruits of my spirit. Galatians 5, love, which means, and there, this is what it means. Love means that you want something you want to do something for someone else without getting anything in return. That is the definition. Go look it up. Love means that you want to give without anything in return. Love his joy and peace. You can't have peace and joy, love and peace. It's all three are together. It's like the Trinity. You have love. You have God's joy. The joy of the Lord is my strength. The devil can zap you with strength. He'll never take your joy. He can't. It's a gift, but you're more than enough. So that's what we're telling them today. I love this segment. I'm going to tell my producer that this segment is going to be called more than enough. Because <laughs> You guys are all more than enough. I'm so excited because everything you've already been doing in the next few weeks or sooner, I'm really going to push you a headline. We'll get you on and then everything and the people will start helping you to get out more. But Rebecca, take this last, we have a minute or two left. Could you just take this time, say a word or two and then pray for our people that are watching today and all over the world because this will be going out soon. Yeah. What did you say? Sorry. because oh, For you to pray. If you take yeah. a minute and then pray. And to release the blessing over God's people. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I just, Jesus, God, and Holy Spirit, Lord. bring us home. Bring us home. Bring your people home. Bring us to what you, when we, we was born, you meant something. Bring us back. Bring us back to that. Bring us back to the beginning. What, what when we met you at first time when we just was falling in love and we just felt oh I can't do anything without Jesus because mm -hmm. Jesus saved me bring mm -hmm. us back there 
we need to go back there because we have lost it. We just think that we can manage. Yes. So all the hope that you have for us, we let us have hope for for others. Let us have hope mm -hmm. for the next generation. It's not it's not over. It's not oh no. You believe in us. You believe in everything and you just do it. So bring us home. Bring the church home where it should be. Yes. At the start. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. So good. The only thing it's he so does is healing and he 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 makes it, he wants us to come together. He's not a destroyer. No. 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 Yeah. And uh, he and you know what he'll do it. He's done it before, and he'll do it again. You know, in my journey these last few three weeks, because of my neck and everything, I haven't been able to get out of bed. I mean, I've been bedridden for weeks and weeks, and um, God just gave me strength the last two days to be able to even get my hair fixed and get my makeup and stuff. When I said, "Lord, I'm done. I I've got to do what I got to do," you know. And he said, you just keep persevering. And I just kept thinking, Rebecca, in my bed, uh, being, you know, in so much pain and stuff. And I just kept saying, Lord, all I know is that you want me to come back to my first love. That's yeah. what I kept hearing. And I said, Lord, do you remember when we first got saved? And I always yeah. said to him, you remember when we first got saved? Remember when we first got saved, God? Remember Jesus? All the cruelly, weirdy cat things we were doing. We were so bold. He's like, you're still bold. I'm like, yeah, yeah. But I, I need more. But I was like thinking of all these things. And the Lord saying to me, some of these things you don't need to be doing anymore. And I'm like, well, Lord, I've always done them. And he goes, but that's not my priority for your life. I have an agenda, Angela, for you. Just like Rebecca, you're on your road. I'm on my road. Our roads yeah. will come together at the right time. But then we go back, but we still stay. We're family to the end. I feel yeah. that. You're, I love you. Desperately love you. And so um, it's real, though. It's a pure love, you know, and I kept thinking, God, but see, God wants to bring us back to the yeah. first love. And so yeah. you guys... This episode has been so awesome. Rebecca, I'm going to have you back on sooner than you know. I have a Nashville next and then in San Francisco and then twirl around and go back out the door over to Pakistan. So it's one of those days, which I thank you, God, for. I am so encouraged. You know, I believe today Now, this may sound crazy to all of you out there. I swear by the spirit of God, God brought Rebecca on today that she would be an encouragement to me to remind me that no matter what I'm loved, but I'm more than enough, baby. More yeah. than enough. Rebecca, I love you so much. I can't wait to have another talk with you. The next time I would love to have mom with us. Because yeah. mother's a powerful, uh, oh, oh my God, besides a worshiper and a painter, she is nothing but yeah. more. And so, but I believe also in 2023, you guys need to get ready because God's getting ready to release a sound um, like I believe we've never seen or heard before. And it has to do with the Deborah and he's raising up Deborah's in this next hour to violently go and storm the gates and bring generations back and see restoration happen to families. It's going to happen because I'm yeah. decreeing that for my family right now in Jesus name, in Jesus name. I love you, Rebecca. Thank you for the time again this morning. We'll see you soon. Thank you. God bless you guys. Have an amazing day. And remember to love someone today. Thank you for joining Angela Greening for her War Room podcast. You can discover more about her ministry, books, and DVD resources at AngelaGreening.com. Visit her on Facebook and Instagram. 
Please join her again next week as she continues to share what God has given her.